Hi, this is John Stonge. Before we get into today's episode, which is an interview with Ken Gober, I just wanted to give you a quick sample of his newest song, Either Way. Here it is. Because I've been fighting, believing, been praying for healing. Don't know how to stand, but it's all in your hands. If you take this pain or my life is today, I know you're my healer, you're my redeemer. Either way, either way. You're listening to the Dwell on These Things podcast. I'm John Stonge, and our guest today is Ken Gober. Ken's song, Either Way, was recently released, and we're going to be talking about the story behind that song in just a few minutes. But for starters, I thought it would be nice to spend a few moments getting to know him better. So, Ken, welcome to the podcast. It's good to have you here. Thank you for having me, and thank you for the opportunity to uh, shed some light on God's love and his, his transformation power. <laughs> Well, it's, it's wonderful to, to have you with us, and I'm grateful for your ministry. And I wonder if, just uh, to help our listeners get to know you a little bit better, I thought maybe it'd be nice if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and a little bit about everything you're doing. Um, so once again, my name's Ken Gober. Um, I am originally from, and no, I do not know them. I'm originally from Gary, Indiana. Uh, <laughs> so the Jacksons is who I'm referring to. Uh, but, <laughs> I'm originally from Gary, Indiana, um, and um, I currently live uh, probably in between Charlotte, North Carolina, and Nashville. Um, I, uh, I've been married um, this year for 25 years to a wonderful um, woman, a lady, a woman of God. Her name is Brenda Gober, um, and um, music is, has, has been a part of my life. Um, growing up with music, my dad is a gospel artists, uh, regional gospel artists for years in the 70s and 80s. Um, and as you know, or you may not know, but Gary, Indiana is probably about 20, approximately 20 to 26 miles outside of Chicago. So I grew up just in a music world in Chicago. Um, so, um, and, and, and now um, Music is, is, well, music has always been my life, but it, over the last 20 years or so, God has really um, birthed a testimony in me, and, and that always comes out from the heart in my music. Wonderful. That's excellent. I, I know from um, just some of the things that you've written about and some of the things that you've shared in other contexts, uh, just when you, you've shared your testimony, mm -hmm. you often share about a low season of your life right around the age of 23. And it was it was during that season, I understand that the Lord really reached into your life, really produced a radical transformation. I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah. And, and, and thanks, John. I like to call it my rock bottom. Um, mm -hmm. Everyone has a different rock bottom. Um, if you you uh, know in the Bible, most of our great um, heroes and sheroes in the Bible have come from a time when they hit their rock bottom. And I believe that those are the times that God has our ears mm. uh, at those times. But um, so at the age of 23, I was uh, I found myself just in a low place and I was strung out and addicted uh, to drugs. Um, so I was strung out on crack cocaine. Um, 
a little lead up story to that. Um, when I finished high school, I played football in high school and I uh, got a scholarship and I went to the University of Montana. Um, but kind of growing up, I grew up in the church knowing God, but prodigal son, I mean, my whole life is the Bible stories, but mm-hmm. <laughs> the prodigal son always looking, thought it was something different and better out there. Um, I used to do drugs and alcohol in high school. And when I went to college, I kept doing that. Didn't mm. intensify. It was just what we call fun. Um, but my my third year in college, um, I just uh, I, I, I just was trying to find myself. And I found myself kicked out of school. So I mm. lost my scholarship my third year, kicked off the team, and I went back home to Indiana. So what happens a lot of times when when life hits us? um, So a lot of the people that I used to hang out with that stayed home, Mm -hmm. they stayed in a rut, right? And misery loves company. So when I went back home, I was was ashamed. um, I was distraught. I was uh, uh, upset with myself, right? And just in a a bad place. And what happened was the drugs that were... uh, that my fun time became a dependency, became my outlet and became my way of escaping. And at a young age of 23, I found myself strung out on crack cocaine. Um, and just, um, I tell the story in a previous project um, album that I wrote in, in the early 2000s. Um, I was stuck in a chair. I was literally stuck in a chair. I, I have been getting high for three days and three nights. And, and for those that are, are have been in that life, sometimes you go through binges. And I was at a three-day binge, and I was at a house where I shouldn't be at. And I was in a living room just sitting in a chair, in a dark chair. It was probably around 3.34 in the morning, and I just started crying. I just, something came over me, and it was just a, uh, a almost a release. Uh, and now I know it to be the spirit of God. And it just said, it's time to go. And I mean, immediately, and if any, anyone knows my dad, uh, my dad is a stern guy, um, but he's full of love and he loves the Lord. I picked up the phone and I called him. And to call my father at four in the morning to say, hey, come get me at a dope house in the bad side of town. Um, it had to be desperate. And my dad... Just when he came, I ran outside, got in the car, he hugged me and he said, what do you want to do? And we prayed right there and and just God radically started to change my life. Um, and I tell the story a lot of times because you see people that give testimonies and, and when you witness, people always say, okay, yeah, I want to hear the story. You change your life and automatically you started serving him, your life changed, but it wasn't that. It was it was a yes to God to say, I want to come back home like the prodigal son. Mm-hmm. God, my my literal father and my spiritual father ran out to meet me. And it was just a, I went into I checked myself into a 28 day back then. It was a 28 day program, rehabilitation program. But throughout that program, God was just kind of breaking me down and just preparing me. Right. So I didn't change immediately. I didn't run under the, the to the altar. God just it was a progression. And it, a lot of believers, if you if you know how God works, it's a progression. It's not a, a overnight. 
Uh, and the last thing I will say about this, now this is not to say not go through the process and the workflow, but um, after coming out of rehab, one of the things that they do, you have to go to um, sobriety, the 12-step program, you know, those types of meetings, you need a sponsor, those types of things that you, you do to keep yourself um, clean and to keep your head together. But I was going to those meetings probably a couple of months in, and one night after leaving a meeting, uh, and as you know, in those meetings, they you don't say God, you don't say Christ, you have to say my higher power. I understand that they want to keep, um, they want to keep, get as many people as they can to try to help them. Um, but I was driving home and I felt it, I heard it in my spirit, like an audible voice. And just basically it says, are you healed? And I said, yes, I'm healed. Well, then if you're healed, you're healed. Right. And I didn't go to any more meetings. I didn't stand up and say, hi, I'm Ken and I'm, I'm addicted. I'm a, an addict um, mm. because I believe what you say <laughs> is who you are. And God just changed my life. But for me, uh, I believe that God allowed me to hit my rock bottom before the enemy to, can get a hold of me. And it was kind of a wake up call because mm -hmm. a, a lot of the meetings and a lot of things you heard stories. And, and when I look back now, I thank God because he wanted to get my attention. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, he was he was he was uh, radically getting your attention in the midst of that before you had the chance to go as far as maybe you would have chosen to go. Yeah. Yeah. Death or jail. Right. Or, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Things could have gotten much worse. What what a powerful testimony too, to just the the role of of your father and yeah. his love for you in the midst yeah. of a, a very difficult season. You know that had to be a very difficult phone call to make, knowing that yeah. that at the season that you were at, you were involved in some things that obviously he wouldn't approve of, and yet still he was there for you. And uh, I love hearing that. That's wonderful. Yes. Yeah. And 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 as we know of the story of the prodigal son. <laughs> it had to take a lot for him to look in that pig pen and say, you know, I'm going home. <laughs> I don't know if my father will accept me, but I'm going home broken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Beautiful yeah. illustration. And, yeah. uh, and you weave your testimony, you weave the, the things the Lord's taught you all throughout the course of the music that, that you create. Yes. Um, yeah. And, you know, as, as we were talking, even before we started our, our conversation here today, um, music's a tool that the Lord's been using to minister to you. And now it's a tool that the Lord's allowing you to use to minister yes, yes. to others. And I wonder if you could tell us a little bit more about how you're seeing the Lord minister to people through the music that you've been creating. Oh, great question. Um, uh, and, and I continue to, to uh, reference back uh, my very first album that I did. It was called Soul of the Man, The Journey. And it, the songs were basically my testimony, Right. Um, I had a song called Called, I had a song called You Did It For Me, I had a song called In His Care. And what happens for me, um, I, I'm one of those artists or, or singers and songwriters where I don't try to fit. And, and a lot of times I don't fit. That's one of the challenges I have because, you know, in the Christian world, there's, there's certain, certain um, um, things uh, in the gospel world, there are certain things musically, and I've always been one of those guys where, uh, well, yeah, yeah, 
Um, but what sets sets me apart and what I love about the music is it's from the heart. Um, and I, I think when you're authentic, um, um, people um, hear that and feel that. Not always Christians and believers, mm-hmm. um, but it, my, my, my hope in my music has always been for someone to say, two, three weeks later from hearing a song or from seeing me sing or minister, wow, something, Mm. it was something in that song. I want to know more. Mm -hmm. And uh, so to answer your question, I think it's, it's, it's more authentic. I I truly believe that when we, when we let the spirit speak for us and lead us, right. um, And are authentic people see that, that the, the, the change or the difference in you right from others and that difference is really christ really. Mm-hmm. so um those are the things those kind of the things that i um concentrate on just my dad used to always say when you get up there to sing just sing no show no he's one of those sam <laughs> cook old school guys soul stirs but he just stand right in front of the mic and sing but he but he but he ingrained that in us whatever the lord puts in you you just let the people hear it and they'll be all right and they'll get it. So, yeah, that's, that's wonderful. And, and uh, it's, it's cool that you're, you're able to see just the ways in which the Lord's using that, how this is enabling you to communicate the heart of the gospel to those that are listening to your music, even in just your, your demeanor, your lifestyle, the way you carry yourself. I wonder too, what does it look like for you to preach the message of the gospel to your own heart? And the the reason I ask that I've been involved in uh, pastoral ministry for 25 plus years now. And, uh, I, you know, prepare a lot of messages, prepare a lot of sermons, do a lot of preaching and teaching and counseling for others. And along the way, I find that it's refreshing for me and it's important for me to be preaching that message to my own heart. And sometimes it could be very easy to to neglect that unintentionally. And so I, I wonder, what does it look like for you to to preach that message to your own heart as a, a way of encouragement or just, you know, being part of that process of growth that the Lord's been bringing you through? I think, I think one of the, the biggest things um, is, is um, I try to stay um, cognizant of, of the things that God has done in the past. You know, so a lot of times um, when I think of, of some of the things that I've been through, some of the challenges and not just the, the addiction, just life's challenges, um, it, it strengthens me to know that, okay, I've been through this before, or I've been through this and what God has done. And I think for me, my encouragement outside of daily studying and, and, and uh, doing devotionals, I think my constant has always been um, staying aware of the moment on what God has done, but what God is doing. Um, and, 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 and there are good days and bad days. Um, probably what we're going to lead into the, the latest single. Um, oh yeah. That that's I, my next question. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and this, this, this question really leads into it because mm-hmm. um, so I, the song is called either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and the song was originally um, created uh, to honor a friend of mine uh, who passed last year. It'll be a year uh, in a couple of weeks. Uh, he passed and I wanted to honor him. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I went to a writing session, a co-writing session with uh, a Christian producer in Nashville, uh, Sam Hart, mm-hmm. 
uh, either way and co-wrote either way, uh, as well as uh, country uh, recording artist, but he's a believer as well, Jackson Mickelson. And we went into a writing session and I wanted to write something to say um, that my friend is in a better place, mm-hmm. right? So we would always talk. Um, he went through, he was diagnosed with, with uh, pancreatic cancer and doctors really gave him a short time to live, right? Mm-hmm. But he lived longer than that because it's God's time and God's will. Mm-hmm. So we would, we would talk regularly during the week, talk or text. So I made sure I tried to reach out to him at least three to four times a week. Hey, brother, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on today? Um, but when we talked, when we finished the conversation, I would always say, okay, man, what you want me to pray for this, this week? You know, and he would consistently come back and say, pray that God gives me strength because if he gives me strength, I'm going to keep fighting. Now he didn't say either way, but he would, he would always say, but regardless, I'm, I'm cool because I know whose I am. Right. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to write a song to say that regardless of whether I continue to suffer here or God heals me here, he heals my physical body of this cancer, or he heals me by taking me home to be with him. God is consistent and he's on both sides of that equation. So either way, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Right. Mm. And that's what the song was about. But to go back to the question that you asked me. So I wrote that song for that. Right. But May 2nd or May 1st of this year, which was a few weeks ago, got a call from my dad and said that, hey, the pacemaker surgery that your mom went through, everything went good, but she had some bleeding inside. So they had to incubate her until they found out where the bleeding was and and try to make sure that doesn't happen again. Right. And on May 2nd, my brother and I went home and on May Friday, May 13th, my mom went to be with the Lord. Mm. Um, and the, the, to answer your question, how do you get through tough moments? The song was written for this purpose, mm-hmm. but God <laughs> created this song to point back to me. And the, 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 um, the healing that I got and continue to get is that message of either way. I know she's in a better place, right? Mm-hmm. And the song says that she's in a better place. And it continues. That song ministers to me right now. Um, and that's how God has always done in my life. He's always put something in, in that moment to remind me of either where I've been or he's with me right now. And uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an ever-walking process. Um, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is, as you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and first of all, my condolences to you on the, the passing of your mother. But we rejoice and hope knowing that yes. that uh, that she's with the Lord. And, and so that certainly is a comfort. I've gone through that experience myself. And yeah. and uh, your, you and your family will certainly be in my prayers in the midst of this, because that's obviously you, quite fresh. Yes. Um, yeah. But it, how wonderful to think that a song that you wrote for a, a, a different purpose, wow. now you're finding the Lord using that song to minister to you and wow. maybe to minister to your family and and uh, just ongoing, you know, it'd be kind of interesting to see what the long trail of ministry is 
from a piece of creative art that you've put together. Uh, yeah. Because I, I know I know for me, and you, you could probably testify to something similar. I know for me, music is something that the Lord uses to minister to my heart. When I'm yeah. joyful, I love listening to music. When my heart's heavy, I love listening yeah. to music. You know, it's the type of thing that that helps me kind of step out of my situation for a little bit and, and become a bit more prayerful and, and, you know, contemplate what's going on from a healthier perspective. And it helps me ex- express emotion, I think, in some ways that, that might have stayed buried or I might right, not have right. wanted to address. And uh, is, that, is that, you know, in a way, how you hope the Lord uses this song to minister to others when they're going through seasons like this? Yeah, d- definitely. And I'm like you, music, music has always um, been a part of my life, not and, and not just from a, um, a songwriter, singer, um, <clears throat> a minister, a music uh, perspective. You know, music is one of those, regardless of what kind of music, because I, I truly believe that God created music to mm-hmm. uplift us, whether it's mm-hmm. love, whether it's worship, you know, whether it's fun. Um, because music, it, it, for me, music takes me somewhere, right? It either takes me back to uh, some great times, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, it, or it, it heals me um, when I'm going through things. Uh, and and that is, that's always been my hope um, and, and my purpose for doing music um, is it, it, that it may bring someone peace, joy, um, and mainly closer to the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that's always the goal in creating music. Uh, sometimes I think we get caught up in, okay, this song did good. Okay, so the next song has to be better. It has to be, you know, and from that business side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I've always just been one of those guys that I really want to create music that that is my legacy. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so 20 years from now, maybe the world may never know who Ken Gobri is. But there are certain people that God put uh, in a certain time to either listen to something I created or uh, in the audience and heard something um, at one night that they continue to live on and eventually brings them closer to to the Lord. So, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Just a a few quick uh, questions as we uh, wind things down. Uh, first of all, what, what are you, what are you most looking forward to? You know, as you kind of just look forward to the next, uh, few years or the next season, you know, what, what's been on your mind? Uh, the reason I ask that is a lot, a lot of times I feel like, uh, in life, at least for me, that it, it helps me to always have something new to look forward to look forward and, to. uh, and to kind of maintain that perspective. So just a curiosity question, what are you looking forward to? Oh, that's, you know what, that's, that's a good one. Um, um, so one of, one of my, uh, as we get older, Mm -hmm. um, I think one of the biggest things now for me is I want to make a difference. Um, and, and, and not just, so because of a lot of things that I've been, I went through as a, as a male. And then now let's go from, from a Western perspective, from an African-American male, right? There are so many nuggets, um, that if I was able to tell my younger self to mercy, me has a song called dear younger me. Yeah. And, and, and it's basically saying, okay, so if I had an opportunity to talk to my younger self, what would I say? Right. Mm -hmm. But then the, 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 um, the calling is though, what would I say to either divert them somewhere else 
or what would I say that when they go through it, right, mm -hmm. this is this is maybe the purpose that God has for you. Um, and I think I've always had a, um, uh, a heart or, or an attachment to to men. Um, mm -hmm. And it's it, and, and not so much. My wife always says, "Are oh, you you know you need to be a youth pastor or or, or deal with the youth?" It, it, it really because I don't have kids, but it, so it's really not kids. It's really you know some of my rough times of figuring out who I am and who I am in God. It, mm -hmm. it was in from those ages of thirty, forty five, you know, mm -hmm. and 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 I think one of my one of my future goals. Is to 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 be able to do something with with men and brothers in that 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 age range because you know um, prime example, my dad is eighty three years old, mm -hmm. and we have conversations a lot about what he's struggling with now on the downside of life, right? Mm -hmm. and then I have a brother that just retired. He's sixty. He'll be sixty. And one of his conversations has been, man, I, I knew how to get to this point and work hard all my life. He retired from the military and he still continued to work on base. And he said, but now I'm trying to learn how to retire and mm. what do I do and what do I do ministry wise and what do I do at this stage? Right. So there's always stages for men that we've never been before. Right. Um, and, 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 you know, I just I just have a thing of, of, of gathering together and trying to work out this life thing as as a, as men and as godly men. So I don't know what that is. Um, <laughs> but that's where you feel like the Lord's really placing a burden in your heart or a, just like tugging your heart, you know, to really serve men during that season of life. Kind of serve men uh, and, and, and through also through my music, too, because a lot of times when you when you look at the data. You know, it's always the demographics has always been a certain age group and the gender is always female, female. So mm. if you get this this age group and you get females, they'll buy your music, they'll come to your shows. But what about the, the brothers? You know, we're struggling yeah. too. You know, we're walking this walk. So something that I can help from, from that perspective and something that I can reach back to someone a few years younger and say, hey, you're going to go through this. But... God can get you through because he got me through. So Love it. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. That's certainly something very positive to look forward to. All yeah, right. You ready for yeah. uh, just a few fun questions? Uh, is this one of those Stephen Colbert? Uh, I got four questions real quick. I got to answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You tell me after I ask it. They're pretty easy, though. The uh, hey, uh, All right. First off, favorite car? Man, really? Um. <laughs> There is, I don't have one. I grew up in a, I grew up in a, a family where this was a car my oldest brother had, and then this was hand me down to him, and then so cars just for me is just a mean of transportation. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> my all right. wife loves a PT cruiser, so I'll take okay. her. The PT cruiser. All right, <laughs> yeah, there you PT go. <laughs> all right. Favorite dessert. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Strawberry that cheesecake. I was just going to ask anything on it or I, yes. I would put, I'd put strawberry cheesecake pretty high on my list too. So yeah, with a graham cracker. Yes. And I'll, I'll tell you what, this is uh, I, I recently, my wife and I went out to eat and I got a uh, cheesecake for dessert and it had, 
instead of graham cracker crust, it had a chocolate crust. And I thought, okay, that maybe that'll be good. It's not as good. It's got to be no. graham cracker crust. It has to be. It, it was just, be. it just, something was wrong, you know? So <laughs> it, <has to> be. <laughs> it seems like a weird thing to complain about, right? Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite place to visit? Bermuda. Bermuda. Have you been there? My wife is from Bermuda, so oh, I used to go. I used to to gig in Bermuda, and I uh, met my wife, changed my life. So Bermuda is my favorite place in the world. There you go, awesome, yes. wonderful. Yes. Well, it, if people want to learn more about you and more about your music and and your ministry, where can they go to connect with you? Um, the, the first place they can go is uh, kengovermusic.com. K n k e n g o v e r m u s i c k dot com. Um, and then um, the music is on all of the digital platforms that's Spotify. You can download from iTunes, Amazon, um, and uh, social media platforms. I'm getting better. Uh, but Instagram, that's music, And Facebook is KenGoberMusic. Um, and I also have not as popular and not as many episodes because I've just kind of started it. I also have a podcast called songs that matter um and it's on apple and amazon and um spotify and anchor so um yeah that's where they can wonderful so you got lots of options there all right so if you're listening today check out the podcast songs that matter with ken gober you could also stop over at kengobermusic.com and be sure to check out his new song, Either Way. It's a very, very good song. I think you're going to enjoy it. And Ken, thank you so much for being a guest today on Dwell on These Things. It was a pleasure to get to talk to you and hear a little bit more about your story and your heart for the Lord. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much, John. Thank you so much, man. And bless you, man. God bless you as well. It's a crazy world out there, moms and dads. I'm Catherine Seegers, host of Christian Parent, Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.